ಓಂ ನಮೋ ಭಗವತೆ ವಾಸುದೇವಾಯ ಓಂ ನಮೋ ಭಗವತೆ ವಾಸುದೇವಾಯ ಓಂ ನಮೋ ಭಗವತೆ ವಾಸುದೇವಾಯ ವೆಲ್ಕಮ್ ಟು ಆಲ್ ದಿ ದಿವೋಟೀಸ್ ಸುಸ್ವಾಗತ to one and all who we'll come here for this shravanam kirtanam shibir or hearing and chanting camp most of the devotees are from uh hyderabad and secunderabad twin cities and from uh villages close to here the yeah gorai pali which devotees are from gorai pali ragunathpur ragunathpuram no they're not so they're coming all right from other places in andhra some devotees from preaching in bhimavaram have come devotees have also come from tamil nadu from vela salem coimbatore Yeah. We just have to say from. That's all. All right. Okay, uh let's see. From Karnataka, we have devotees from Belgaum. Anyone came from Bangalore? Yeah, someone was supposed to come, I didn't see. Then uh from Maharashtra, devotees from Pune are expected. from Bombay no i think no one came from Bombay. from Gujarat devotees have come from uh, Bala Vidyanagar Vadodara Surat from Pashchim Bangla West Bengal one devotee has come from Kolkata Kolkata from anywhere else no i don't think so Hmm? Bida devotees have come from Bida. Is it? All right. Talki you said? Near to Bida. So devotees have come from Bida which is in Karnataka. And we have devotees from Poland, America, Croatia, England Anyone else? All right. So it's a good group, International Society for Krishna Consciousness. Yeah, that is our purpose. We've come here for Shravanam Kirtanam, Vishnu, hearing and chanting about Vishnu to this uh holy place of Vishnu, Bhagavan Narasimha Dev, ancient uh temple of Narasimha Swami is just well you can just look out and see a self-manifested deity very beautiful and unique deities very beautiful and unique looking uh so we pray for the mercy of Lord Narasimha Dev to protect us 
ओम नमो भगवते This is a prayer to Lord Nrsimha by Sri Prahlad Maharaj. Uh, this is in Srimad Bhagavatam. Which canto? Hmm? Seventh canto. No, someone said it's in the fifth canto actually. The Nrsimha Leela is described in the seventh canto, but there's a introduction or there's in the residence of Nav- of Janmudweep offering prayers Prahlad offering prayers to Nrsimha also comes in the fifth canto so uh, Prahlad prays to uh, the supreme personality of Godhead who has appeared in the form of half man half lion and he prays to him as the all powerful and the source of all power who has claws like thunderbolts and teeth like thunderbolts so Prahlad prays that uh, it's not directly stated, but it is uh, implied that just as with your uh, th- thunderbolt-like claws or nails and teeth, you ripped apart Hiranyakashipu, so also please rip apart our material desires and grant us uh, fearlessness in this world which is otherwise full of fear. In the jungle, all the animals are afraid of the lion. There's one animal which is not afraid of the lion. Who can say? You already read the Bhagavatam so many times. Anyone else? Which animal is not afraid of the lion? Anyone? Okay, I'll tell you. The lion's cubs are not afraid of the lion. So if we become the... uh, protected, dear, devotee of Nrsimha, then we won't be afraid. In this world, we must always be afraid. Just like uh, in the jungle, all the animals are afraid of the lion, so we're afraid of mrityu sarvaharaschaham. Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, in the form of death, I take everything away. We're afraid of death. So Hari, this is a famous name of Vishnu. Though it has various meanings, one meaning is he who takes away. So for the materialists, he takes away their hopes. He takes everything away in the form of death. For the devotee, he takes away the fear of death. Hari, uh, another meaning of Hari is a lion. So when we say Nara Hari, it means same as Nara Simha, man lion. So we pray to Lord Nishimha to... F- Take away our material desires, which are the cause of fear in this material world. Most people come here and pray to Lord Nishingma to fulfill their material desires. They're praying, make me like Hiranyakashipu. Hiranyakashipu, Hiranya means gold, and Kashipu means a nice soft bed. So everyone, everyone in the material world wants plenty of money and a comfortable situation for enjoying this world. So if we ask for fulfillment of material desires, practically we're asking... You please make me like Hiranyakashipu. But then again, uh, we have to face 
Lord Vishnu in the form of Mrityu Sarvaharascharam, he who takes away all our material, takes away our life breath and with it all our plans. This is the most absurd position of the materialists that up to the last breath they're always making material plans. You'll find a businessman 80 years old still making new projects and thinking how to expand his business. But when death comes, then he, all, the, all the plans, he has to leave them behind. Then he gets a new body and he starts a new set of plans. Just like you see the birds, they're very busy to build a nest. And if you try to, if they choose a place, they're very uh, determined to put it in that place. You don't want, if you don't, if they've chosen, a, often they choose a place in the temple room, in the high pillar. So we don't want them making lots of noise in the temple and passing stool. So we chase them away. But they'll come again and again. Even if you close up all the doors, they're very determined. In this way, materialists, they're very <coughs> bent on their material plans or intent on their material plans. So let us pray here to... Narasimha Swami, that Lakshmi is with you, we don't want her to take her away from you. We're not, we don't have any such plan. Anyway, it's a hopeless plan, impossible to take Lakshmi away from Narayana. That was the endeavor of Ravana. Let me take away Sita, Lakshmi. You may say, well, if he got Lakshmi, then how did he have so much distress? But actually, he cannot take Lakshmi away. He took away an illusory form. And uh, therefore he had to suffer so much. So uh, we've come here principally for hearing and chanting. There's, uh, so please everyone be present at the programs here. Please don't go for darshan during the uh, hearing time. Hearing and chanting. We're, we're planning to all go up on Sunday afternoon with Harinam to take darshan. So uh, we will have darshan of the Lord by hearing and chanting. That is the best way to have darshan, actually. Without hearing about Vishnu, we won't see Vishnu at all. Just like Duryodhana saw Krishna, but he didn't see Krishna. Who is Krishna? Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Krishna is the object of love for all living beings. So Duryodhana, he saw Krishna, but he didn't see the Supreme Personality of Godhead and the object of love for all living beings. He saw someone, he thought, this is an ordinary human being, I want to kill him, which is impossible. You cannot kill the Supreme Personality of Godhead. But instead of having love for Krishna, he felt great hatred toward Krishna. So he didn't really see Krishna. If we, if we see Krishna, but we don't think of him as the Supreme Lord and the object of love, then we're not really seeing him at all. It's, it's, uh, it's a misunderstanding. Hmm. It's a mistake. So, uh, the same thing when we go to see the deity, if we think that this is a statue, then we don't actually see Bhagavan. People are not educated in the science of God. Bhagavat Tattva Vigyana, this is described in Srimad Bhagavatam as Bhagavat Tattva Vigyana, the science of knowledge of God. So unless we have that knowledge, then uh, even if we go for darshan of the deity, there may be an impression on the retina, but that won't be actually seeing Bhagavan. There are so many strange ideas which uh, Mayavadis have concocted. They say that, well, because 
One theory, one brilliant theory they have, not actually brilliant, but stupid theory they have, is that uh, because so many, you see, the deity is just a stone, but because so many people come and offer prayers, then it absorbs the energy and then it radiates it back. This way the deity becomes very powerful. So when we hear things like this, we want to rip them apart, just like Nushingara ripped Hiranyakashipu apart for being such rascals and making such theories. Krishna doesn't take power from us. We take power from him. So unless we properly hear and chant about Krishna, then we're not actually in Krishna consciousness. There are some theories that if you just somehow or other get people to chant Hare Krishna, then that's for their benefit. Siddhanta is a theory, not a Siddhanta. At least in Sanskrit, Siddhanta means not theory. It's a vadam or matam. They say Siddhanta for theory in Telugu. Just see, that's why the Andhra people are so messed up. Really? If they say if they have Siddhanta meaning theory, that's a complete uh, Mayavad interpretation. Siddhanta means fact, but for them it's it's all a theory. So Vada is a better word. Or matam just means an opinion. Hmm. Yeah, they have so many. Uh, what was I saying before I got distracted there? So many the Mayavadi's theories, yeah. So we, by giving the actual knowledge, actual understanding of Shastra, then uh, people can be benefited. Otherwise, uh, you see, you may get people interested in Krishna, but it's just like Duryodhana. If they don't have the proper understanding, they're not really coming closer to Krishna at all. If, for instance, we say, we, we tell people that, look, you chant Hare Krishna and you'll win the lottery, then uh, many people, they may be eager to chant Hare Krishna, if we tell them that. But the eagerness, one thing, it won't last very long, because they're not all going to win the lottery. And another thing is that uh, that eagerness, that's not like the eagerness of the gopis to chant the names of Krishna. And gopis, they don't care anything about any lotteries. They just want Krishna. But we are, in this material world, we're not in the slightest bit interested in the gopis, but we're very interested to win the lottery. So we might think, well, instead of trying to get people to chant in pure devotion, why don't we entice them materially? You see, you'll get your material, tell them you'll get your material desires fulfilled. That might seem like a very good way to popularize the chanting. Just like you see all these uh, various babas, they're becoming very popular. Now your Andhra Baba is be- being surpassed by the Marathi Baba. It's a race. And the Andhra Baba, he's very powerful. But the Marathi Baba is going ahead and he looks like he's going to win. But they're all losers. But uh, why are these Babas so popular? And the real Bapa of everyone, Krishna, he's not so popular. Bapa, do you say that? Father? The real father of everyone, Krishna, he's not so popular. Well, that's why we're in this material world. We are Mayardas Korinana Obhilash. Because we have become, instead of accepting our position as the servant of Krishna, we become the servant of Maya and we have so many material desires. 
So if someone is advertised as fulfilling our material desires, people think this is very good. We all need a little help, people are thinking. I'm working hard, driving my auto rickshaw, but it's really tough to pay the bills. So if I can get a little help from some baba or whatever, very good. So if we advertise that you chant Hare Krishna and you'll get material benefit, then many people may be attracted to chant Hare Krishna. But no bona fide acharya has ever preached in this way. Bona fide acharyas, they preach only on the basis of Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam. Dukhalayama shashvatam. In Bhagavad Gita, Lord Krishna plainly states, this material world is a place of misery and everything here is temporary. On that, on the basis of that understanding that I have nothing to do with this miserable material world, my relationship is one of service to Krishna and we can actually perform bhakti. So therefore we have to hear about Krishna from the uh, Shastra and from the Acharya. If we hear about Krishna not from Shastra, just like we may get some cartoon or something like this, that's not going to help us. And if we hear from people who are not in the parampara line, that's also not going to help us. And even if someone is in a, he's been initiated in a bona fide parampara, if he doesn't speak the message of Krishna according to parampara, that's also useless. Outside India, people, the general level of interest in Krishna and Krishna consciousness is significantly lower than with inside India. So sometimes our devotees, they think, how to get people interested in Krishna? We'll try some mixed up material method. We'll, uh, for instance, we'll have uh, a laughing session. We'll all laugh together and that will attract people to Krishna. Or we'll do hypnosis and take people into their past life in a, in a fantasy or something. And that will attract people to Krishna. Hypnotism, they all understand what hypnotism is? It's popular in Andhra Pradesh, is it? Okay. Okay. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's method is to take Madanga and Kartals and chant the names of Krishna. Udilavarana Purabhage Dvijamani Gaura Amani Jage Bhakata Samoha Loya Shate Gela Nagara to take them to all the towns and villages and chant the holy names of Krishna. Makunda Madhava Jadava Hari Bolena Bola Revadana Bhari like this. This is a completely spiritual process. Other process if we try to attract people on the material platform, it's just like Going round and round, like like the what's that? The mouse in the what's that called? The what's that called? Ferris wheel? Yeah. Have you seen this? The mouse. They go in the wheel. They're running and running. Yeah. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's process of chanting the holy names of Krishna, this speaks immediately to the heart, to the soul of the living being. Otherwise, on the on the material platform, it's just uh, just adjusting various ideas and impressions and going nowhere. So this chanting of the holy names of Krishna, that wakes the sleeping soul. Jeev Jago, Jeev Jago, Gaura Chandra Bole, Koto Nidra Jao Maya Pishachira Kole. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, wake up sleeping soul, wake up sleeping soul. 
How long will you sleep on the lap of the witch called Maya? If we're sleeping on the lap of a witch, we may think, oh, very comfortable, very nice. But the Rakshasi, she's just waiting for lunchtime. Madhyana Bhojanam. Yeah, very, very cultured Rakshasi. See, she's, she's still full up from breakfast. So when, she, when it's time for her Madhyana Bhojanam, then the baby's sleeping there and she'll go like this. Pick you up. So like that. We think we're very comfortable in Maya. How wonderful is this world, we think, as we are crushed again and again. Yeah, so we came here for hearing and chanting about Krishna. So we should hear and chant about Krishna. So much time of our life goes in so many activities not directly related to Krishna. Particularly in family life, there's so many diversions from Krishna, especially in the modern age. Previously it was possible... It was normal that uh, the people working in the fields, they would sing some bhajan about Krishna. But now in the modern workplace, if you, if you want to sing about Krishna, they'll throw you right out of the window. And they make you, especially here in India, India is what they call a developing country. Developing means that everyone's working 14, 16, 18 hours a day. So this is... It's so wonderful. Now we have so many roads and flyovers, just like in America. So wonderful, you see. Now, my father could have never dreamed of having a car, but I have my own car. This is development. So I can sit in a traffic jam, just like an American, in my own car. Of course, I didn't pay for the car yet. I still have another 10 years to pay for the car. The car won't last for 10 years, but my debt will. So in modern life, uh, there... The leaders are very determined that we will not be Krishna conscious. Immediately after the so-called independence of this country, the leaders of this country ascertained what is the problem with India. There was a great pundit who was leading this country and he said that the problem with India is there's too much religion. See these stupid people, they, they build so many temples. Now we're going to build factories. And now they're, by the grace of this uh, pundit who became a dog in Sweden in his next life, now there are many factories in India. When we drive from Secunderabad to Yadgiri Guta, practically the, just outside the city for five kilometers, there's one factory after another. In every village there's one or two factories. So the people, they neglect their fields and they go to the factory and they come back at night and drink. And this is their progress. So that uh, ex-pundit who became a dog would be very happy if he came back now and saw all the factories and all the uh, people less and less religious. Of course, he might not be very happy that so many people are despite all the atheistic propaganda, are still coming to Yadgiri Guta. Despite all the atheistic propaganda, people still have an inclination toward a religious life. But because they have no proper information about what is the nature of real spiritual life, they are misled. So, uh, as Srila Prabhupada often said, this movement, our ISKCON movement, is supposed to be educational. Often we see in India that people think that uh, the members of our movement, they think that preaching is to somehow or other ram a 
bead bag into someone's hand and to get them to mumble something resembling the Hare Krishna mantra. Doing that 16 rounds, okay, get initiated. But Srila Prabhupada, we see he was a guru in the classic sense. He was a teacher. He was a teacher. You said that also? There's another word. Just like in Hindi you say shikshak or upadeshta. How about that? Upadhyay, all right. He wasn't interested simply in capturing disciples and then advertising. See how many disciples I've got. But he was very interested to train and educate people who were serious to learn, to train and educate them in the science of spiritual life. So following Srila Prabhupada's direction, we are continuing that by uh, distributing his books very widely. That gives people, uh, the, the public in general, an opportunity to come in contact with this uh, genuine spiritual knowledge. And uh, the uh, intensive study of those books is particularly meant in the centers of the International Society for Krishna Consciousness. Now, because most devotees uh, nowadays, they're uh, in family life and they don't get the chance for regular sadhana, therefore we're organizing these camps so that at least for a few days devotees can come and be absorbed in hearing and chanting about Krishna. In our centers also, uh, devotees should be very busy. There's a lot of service to perform uh, in the endeavor to spread Krishna consciousness. But this Shravanam Kirtanam, hearing and chanting about Krishna, is the basis of our spiritual life. Without this, there is no real spiritual life. Even if we perform a lot of service, if there's no proper hearing and chanting, then uh, our concentration won't be on Krishna. As sadhakas or aspiring devotees, our aim is to be to, or to become Krishna conscious. That means Krishna Chaitanya. In Telugu, say Krishna Chaitanya. It means the consciousness is absorbed in Krishna. So that comes primarily by hearing and chanting about Krishna. So we, we invite you in this uh, short period, really we only have two days for this camp because... Well, two and a, yeah, three days, it's, yeah, three days to uh, become absorbed in hearing and chanting about Krishna. Mm. Recently, near Salem in Tamil Nadu, we had a seven-day camp. And uh, I personally was very satisfied to see many devotees for seven days just coming regularly to the programs, hearing and chanting regularly. Seven days, non-stop. So, that's ideal. Our whole life should pass like that. Therefore, Srila Prabhupada wanted to organize communities based on Krishna consciousness. Uh, later in this camp, there'll be some discussion of farm communities, living sim discussing living simply and naturally. But actually, our aim is not to live simply and naturally. That is... Uh, a means or, or to make a favorable situation for hearing and chanting about Krishna. Living simply and naturally, that in itself is not spiritual life. There are many monkeys jumping around here. They live very simply and naturally. 
Actually, monkeys, they make life unnecessarily complex by always fighting with each other. But you see, in many ways, the monkeys are like sadhus. See, they have no fixed residence. They don't do any job. They just depend on whatever they get every day. They have no bank balance. They just, they're vegetarians. They, uh, you know, they don't wear any clothes. So they seem like good sadhus. But they're not sadhus, they're monkeys. So simply to live simply is not in and of itself the goal of life. But living simply to facilitate Krishna consciousness, that is the point. So that we can save time for hearing and chanting about Krishna. And live in the association of devotees. So anyway, there'll be more discussion of that. Apart from discussion, there is some uh, practical program, very close to here actually, it's about what, 10 minutes, 15 minutes drive from here, there's uh, some nascent project, upcoming project. So, I think the local devotees, they're aware of that, but any devotees from out station, they may also want to visit that land where some land has been purchased and some... Uh, cultivation has started already. One one family of devotees is living there and some construction of simple cottages is going on so others can come. So, uh, that was a very dear project of Srila Prabhupada. Srila uh, Prabhupada, he saw the, the, the whole way society is going is... Uh, actually increases the demoniac propensity. And therefore, even before he came to America, even before he had any movement or any disciples, he proposed a, what he called a Gita Nagari project. Or a, a, Gita Nagari means a town based on, or village based on Bhagavad Gita. When this uh, soon-to-be-a-dog prime minister started building factories in India, uh, many people thought this was great progress, but Prabhupada said this is horrible. This is a symptom of Kali Yoga. So Prabhupada, he he actually appreciated uh, Mahatma Gandhi's program in many ways. Prabhupada appreciated that. The idea of living very simply, philosophically, Mahatma, Mahatma Gandhi had some problems. But the idea of living simply on the land... That Prabhupada very much appreciated. So uh, Prabhupada, he wanted to promote that. Nowadays in India, if we talk about living simply on the land with natural uh, buildings made out of earth and no electricity, people think we are crazy. They actually think we're mad. I can actually see from the look on people's faces that they actually think that you're completely Bananas, as we say. <laughs> Completely, you know, insane. And often these are people who themselves grew up in villages where there was no electricity. But they think, well, there's electricity. Should have electricity. People who grew up with hand fans, now they cannot imagine living without an electric fan. So, why, why should we voluntarily live in a situation without electricity. Well, there are various reasons for that. One reason is, uh, well, you have to have money to have electricity. Of course, here in AP, uh, whoops, I shouldn't say that. Uh, <coughs> Talanga. Um, 
You may have to be careful what you say here, so I might shoot you for saying Andhra Pradesh. You're in Telangana, I'm sorry. Uh, the government, we don't know if the Telangana government will do it, but they're giving uh, free electricity to the farmers. And I think, well, okay, might as well take it. But then you have to uh, purchase so many different electrical, so many machines that will run on the electricity. And once the question of money comes in, then immediately the simple living is finished. Because simple living means you produce everything that you need for yourself. But in modern life, there are so many artificial necessities, as Prabhupada used to call it, which is uh, oxymoronic or a contradictory statement. If it's artificial, then it's not a necessity. The point is that we think it's a necessity, but it's not really a necessity at all. So, if we think that we need fans and TVs and so many things, then uh, we won't be able to produce enough from the land unless we start working very hard. To, we won't be able to produce enough to get the excess crop to pay for all these things. Of course, in Tamil Nadu, the government gives TVs free also. And they, uh, the, uh, the, prime, or the, the chief minister owns the TV station, so he, in this way he gives all his propaganda, and this way he wins the elections every time. Yeah, but you have to work, you, then, then you want to produce extra crops from the same land, and then you have to get fertilizer, take a loan for the fertilizer, and then uh, you, you have to, uh, instead of growing what you need, you, then you want to produce cash crops. So you get this insane situation, which I saw last time I was driving here, that in the village, the village is about 20 houses surrounded by fields. There's someone coming on a, someone coming on a, a temple with ve- vegetables to sell because no one grows vegetables. They're all farmers, but they, they, they don't grow anything that they eat themselves. When Srila Prabhupada went to Mauritius, he said, this is crazy. The, 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 the whole country's fertile land, but all the food is imported. There's only one crop, sugar, sugar cane, I guess it was. So uh, once we feel that we have necessities who are actually not necessities, then we can't live simply. And we'll have more and more material desires. And, and on the TV, they'll say, buy this, buy that. And you can't actually produce enough on the land to buy all these things. And then your children, you, you might have moved to the land, but then your children will, to go to, will want to go to the city so they can earn more money to buy all these things that they don't need. So we should be practically fanatical about living simply. Because if we don't live simply, then uh, the whole purpose of living simply so we have time and focus for Krishna consciousness is lost. Instead of thinking... How to be Krishna conscious, you think, I have to buy this new gadget, new iPod and i this and i that and i everything else, iPhone, what else is there? If anyone has questions, please write them down in whichever language you uh, feel comfortable to write it in. Can't write, get someone else to write it. And this afternoon we'll have a question and answer session. Romapad Prabhu came from uh, Mayapur. He just came. He's 
During my childhood, due to the uh, propaganda, we used to hear that Russians are all very aggressive people because India had a good political relationship with Russia, with USSR at that time. But in Britain and Western Europe and America, there was all this propaganda that Russians are very aggressive people, probably in Poland too. But the propaganda was that they're good people, but the Polish people probably didn't like them too much. You don't know, you grow up after all that. Right? Anyway, we see devotees like Romapad Prabhu, very gentle, very saintly, Sadhu Jeevatam. Were you in the army, Romapad? No, you missed the army. Okay. Dodged, dodged the army. In Russia, there's still a rule. You have to join the army. For two years, is it? Three years? Three years. Three years. Okay. So, his body is born in Russia and his soul and is in Mayapur. So, uh, in air code, he was our kirtan man. Means uh, whenever there was a, a gap, he would chant. So you can do that here also. What time's the next program? I didn't bring the uh, sheet. Eleven o'clock. It says bhajans. Well, bhajans means that Romapad will chant Hare Krishna until I come. Okay. Yeah, books. Yeah. So Romapad, eleven o'clock. You can start kirtan here. Okay. Books. Uh, devotees often ask how we can chant Hare Krishna better. My answer is read this book. It's not in Telugu, it's available in English. Read a little bit from this book every day. Srinam Amrita will give you much inspiration to chant Hare Krishna better. Okay, don't bother saying in Telugu because it's not available in Telugu. Uh, song books. We're going to be singing different songs here. They're available at the bookstore. Yeah, it's available in Telugu. This is a new book, is it? The Telugu songbook? Yeah, so please uh, get your songbook and your set of Srimad. Actually, it's not really a set, is it? It's, it's not complete. And you can't get a complete set. So it's a kind of cheating. Because they're not going to... What Gora was telling me is that they're not going to print the upcoming volumes. They're just going to... So if you buy these books loose now, you, you're stuck. So I don't know whether we should promote it or not. When's the whole set going to come? Any idea? Two weeks. The whole set. Oh, up to the tenth canto. Yeah. But you cut the. If you buy these now, then you can't get the loose books later. So should we sell them or not? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can't fulfill it because they're not going to print the other books separately. But what Gora told me is that the BBT is not going to print the other volumes. They're not going to print individually anymore. They're just going to print sets. So you can't get the outstanding volumes. That's the rumor. And Andamayu said, so he should know. He's, he's Mr. BBT. So what to do? They can buy this and then again they have to buy a whole full set to get the... Uh... Yeah, so if you don't have a set of Srimad Bhagavatam, get one. That's all. Everyone should read Srimad Bhagavatam. How many devotees here have a set of Srimad Bhagavatam in their home? 
you have to say in Telugu. That's what I mean. Who doesn't have, please get one. Can you do on the... Uh, can you do on the... Uh, what's that called? Subscription basis? Or what's it called? Installment basis. Can you do like... You're going to do like that? Okay. Buy now, pay later. Down payment of 500 rupees, something like that. Then gradually pay, something like that. Actually, in these villages, Prabhupada said we should have reading rooms. Rather than, rather than making more temples, Prabhupada said we should have reading rooms. So we should make a library in these villages. Okay, Hare Krishna. Thank you all for coming, and see you all at 11 o'clock or so. If anyone wants to take books, I can sign them if you like. CDs available also. You got some? CDs, I mean, Spain CDs of my lectures are available. What about, did we get those other books also? That oil book and this and that? Still to come. Okay, when it comes, give me one of each. I haven't seen them myself. Hare Krishna! Dhanyavada or something like that. Oh, we need, we have our... Uh, Telugu speaking poll. Anyway, next time, next session. We have you have you have to say a few words. Tomorrow. It's he has to rehearse. Does it look? All right. You can go, take prasadam. Go up to a higher level. Take prasadam. Now we're gonna go up to a higher level. We're gonna take prasadam. Alright. Well, if you want prasadam, you have to go. So please go.